Alrighty, everybody, welcome to the Euphoric Dysphoria Podcast. I am your host, Carson Camper. Today I am joined by Felix. Hey, thanks for having me. And Diego. Mm. Hi, guys. Today we're going to talk about a few topics. Got a few things lined up, not going to get too into it. Just let the conversation flow freely. Diego, you're new to this show, but you have the first topic here. You listed it down. Let's go ahead and talk about ED, erectile dysfunction. Well, about ED, huh? I only put that in because, well, it's a pretty good topic. We haven't <laughs> encountered it very much so at our younger age, but it's real. Or so he says. It happens. <laughs> Certain drugs will uh, kind of bring it on early onset. So uh, I've had a couple experiences with it myself. Okay, so you mentioned a few certain drugs. So what I have neglected to mention is this is yet again another episode of Indebriated Insight, which means we are fucked up in some way, in some sort of fashion. Me usually being drunk, or my co-host usually being drunk, or high, or whatever have you. Allegedly. And we've, we've all been drinking here a little bit. How about we take another shot to start the show off? That sounds like Everybody, a plan. Right, well, let's do a little cheers. Get this going. And let's talk about some ED. So ED. ED, for us, is almost like a semi-funny topic. It's not something that personally affects us from day to day. It's not anything that really inhibits our our love life and so we can find some humor in the fact that it's not directly affecting us but there are some people out there that it really does inhibit their their day-to-day interactions with their loved ones so to those people we we empathize we sympathize and we apologize for anything that may be offensive but overall circling back let's really focus on the humor (laughs) <laughs> Let's kind of talk about many of the ads that I've seen targeted at ED have been almost semi-funny in their nature. Like they have like um something that draws your attention. Like a few that I've seen recently, there's very bold lettering that says gone limp. And then it leads into a few links that can really help you out with this. But is that really the way that people want to find help? Is that they want to go off of a, a billboard off the off the side of the freeway on their way home. That so, a lot of the ways that I see this being marketed is, is they are targeting people with specific genetic conditions. Like, oh, you're going bald at 22. Hold on. Well, so, you're going bald at 22. We have specific pills to help you not go bald. But wait, we also have more. Are you suffering from ED? Why don't you sign up for our erectile dysfunction pill and we'll help you. You don't have to go in the doctor's office. You don't have to share that embarrassment. But you know what? It's still kind of embarrassing. And it's, it doesn't matter what the form factor is. It's still going to hurt you emotionally. So. Since we're on the topic of hair loss and ED, so for... Usually what they give you for hair loss is for nasteride, and that shit gives you ED. Really? It, it literally, oh. so I took it for like a month. Just I was curious, I'll be try whatever. 
Oh yeah, there's you lose your complete sex drive. Yeah, there's nothing there, dude. You're just like. That um, seems like a double whammy. It's like a double whammy. You get yeah. your hair back, but then you've got like no drive to do like anything. Well, here's that, your pro con. <laughs> do you want the pro of getting your hair back or the con of losing your sex drive? <laughs> I feel like I would rather have my sex drive over my fucking hair. But where's the trade-off there? Like, if you're a balding man trying to attract this, like, young, attractive woman and you approach her, you got a bald spot? Does your confidence, like, overpower that? Are you able to work through that? Or do you need that hair to be there in order for you to seduce this woman? Once you get her seduced, you've gone limp. Well, (laughs) (laughs) according to what they want us to believe, is that women like confidence. They don't like hair. Like, you can be bald as a bat. I don't even think that's the same, but I'm going to use it anyways. (laughs) You can be bald as a bat. But still have a lot of confidence. You're gonna get that girl. It doesn't matter what she's into. Like it, these marketing practices, they're toxic and it's just overall a negative thing. Like if you have a problem, you want to actually just go to your doctor. It it's not a thing that should be like marketed to you. And I think that's more of like a prescription drug ad ploy in of itself. Like. Oh, do you have depression? Do you have heart problems? Do you have fibromyalgia? Take this. Oh, here's Alyssa's drugs. And they name it really, like, uh, here's Alyssa's side effects. And they list it really fast. Nobody really listens to that. They listen to the real message. Which is, oh, this is going to cure my whatever issue I have going on. It's not, but they don't realize that second point of it's going to cause me all these other things. Like, Diego, what you're saying with that uh, message of you taking that prescription drug for hair loss, I'm sure you didn't know it killed your sex drive at first. Um, I kind of had an idea. I just wanted to know. So typically, you know, you're balding at that point. Balding usually means, you know, you've got uh, excess, uh, excess uh, testosterone, right? So you start balding and whatever. If you, usually if you got excess testosterone... Uh, you could take this drug and you'd probably be okay. You'd have maybe normal, maybe slightly low levels of testosterone. But if your hairline is okay and you're just taking this drug just for shits and giggles, I mean, you're going to have no fucking sex drive. It's just not there. So maybe towards the targeted audience of you're already balding and there's like, you see a huge bald spot and it'll probably help you. But if you're taking the drugs for the wrong reason like you already have hair and you take this drug like you're gonna be a eunuch so do you feel like it was worth it like you potentially getting your hair back or i don't even know that much about it is it you get your hair back or is it just helping improve the hair that you already have is it fortifying those follicles i Um, think to interject there that is more of like a dietary approach that you could take to fortifying the hair that you have retained. I think with their pharmaceutical approach is more to like really um, target the like the follicles themselves and production of whatever composes your hair. So whether that be proteins and other things that really help to develop and like grow that hair or other things, but I I think it's more of a, a dietary approach that you can like initially take to fortify the hair that you have retained this far. So does that just increase the amount that you already have? No, I think it fortifies the amount that you have. 
Okay, so, so you it least... just makes... So, like, say you're balding, you're not going to get that hairline back. It's just going to make the existing hairline that you have thicker. Yeah. Okay. You and... can't really get hair back unless you start transplanting follicles. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So, yeah, I feel like that's probably a common misconception like somebody hears one of these ads they say oh i might get my hair back and i might feel more confident because i have that back when in actuality like when you start to go bald your hair just naturally thinnens so if your hairline is already receding at that point it's you still have that receding hairline but the hair that you have at that hairline is just becoming thicker and it's looking better it's not going to regain that it's not going to start moving forward it's not going to be pushing past the trenches <laughs> of like world war one oh we've got a battle for this let's keep going it's fighting the good fight man like it really it's like i'm gonna yeah. get this man laid like i'm gonna give him a full head of hair and he's gonna look like fabio and he's gonna be out there just slaying it but but there's only so much that he can do on its own like, yeah. it does need either surgical transplant or you need to, like, really approach the root problem, whether it be, like, an endocrine or pituitary in nature. You can really you figure it out. And one thing I want to say before we get too far into this is the saying is, blind is a bat. I think you got the alliteration <laughs> right. But, but bats, in fact, for everyone that really, like, cares about it, do have hair. They have hair on their head. They have hair on their bodies. It's blind as a bat. Move forward. <laughs> well, I, I felt like the saying, it was somewhere along that line. And I... Again, he got the alliteration. I got the alliteration. Yeah. And I, I, I called myself out as saying, I don't think this is a saying, but I'm going to use it anyways. Bald as a bat. It's, bald, bats are covered in hair. Like, why would a bat be bald? <laughs> He's got other problems. He needs roguing. <laughs> There's his issue. <laughs> He's got ED. Just for men. Yeah. Cover up those gray hairs. <laughs> he cares. He cares. Nothing wrong with a little salt and pepper in your hair, I guess. Yeah, the gloony little <laughs> hair. I, I, I mean, I'm 26. I've got a, quite a bit of salt in my hair. <laughs> I mean, I'm going gray as is. I don't know... If that's genetics, if it's medical issues, I don't, it's, it is what it is. And I get by most of it as just, you know, going day to day. It, it is what it is. Sorry, I, I got a little distracted. So we got Felix, <laughs> Felix poor Diego a shot. And boy, was that one of the most full shots that I've ever seen in my life. It actually overflew. I do. I do overpour. But I think overpouring translates into a lot of things that I do, and I think I overexert myself, and I, I found myself getting gray hairs in high school because I feel like I overexerted myself. I also got gray hairs in high school. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, there's a lot if, of things that go If you look, I, I know this is, an audio, is, this is an audio podcast. It's not a visual podcast. As of right now, we're still finding our footing. We're still just keeping it chill, keeping it cool. But... I know Felix and Diego, they're sitting here at this table with me. They can see that, yeah, the side of my head is very gray. I can attest. <laughs> it's there. It's it's definitely gray. Speaking but, of high school, like, oh. I got the most gray hairs ever in high school. I don't have any gray hairs now. I got some mm -hmm. multicolored hairs, but, like, I feel like I was most stressed out in life in high school. 
and that gave me a lot of gray hairs for a little while just in my head see so <clears throat> a lot of this podcast is going to be based mostly on feeling or opinion we don't really have a fact sheet in front of us we aren't pulling up google searching this stuff but as far as i know what attributes a lot to gray hair is the telomeres now telomeres are it is a it's kind of like a shield at the end of your uh, dna or like a chromosome and when you age those telomeres they shrink and that is what causes a lot of aging features like wrinkling and uh graying of hair so a lot of stress do you think that that kind of knocks down those telomeres and makes them weakened because if you're in high school you're under a lot of stress and looking back high school it really wasn't that stressful but at that time it was very stressful and so thinking about it it's your telomeres are taking a lot of damage to that so you're acquiring a lot more gray hairs as a result do you think that is contributing to the aging process and do you think that that is going to affect your overall lifespan yeah in so many different ways i think there's been a lot of more factually backed studies that really um just verify that and tell you that stress really does take a large toll on your body and again circling back not to overuse but in so many different ways like there's effects to your day-to-day mental health there's effects to your day-to-day physical health and there's effects to your day-to-day interactions with others which in turn may also affect their personal stress levels and their physical and mental health and so i think there there's a lot that goes on there a lot that we don't know too much about and a lot that maybe we can't really speak to a lot about but yeah, I, I completely agree. I think there's there's a giant stress component that goes into graying hair, that goes into to ED, circling back, um, and also goes into to mental health, which is another big topic for, for high school students and people that have recently attended high school, mm-hmm. which is a whole other can of worms. To yeah, like open. we attended high school, let's see, I'm 26, graduated when I was 18. That was eight years ago that we graduated. God, you're ancient. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. My co-hosts are both 25. I'm 26. I'm the oldest of the bunch. I definitely feel like it. But it is wild to think that we graduated eight years ago because I still feel very young and not sure what I am doing in this world. Yeah. Maturity is definitely not directly associated with age or number. Like... Mm -hmm. I feel like no matter how old we are, we can still have the mentality of what we were when we recently graduated high school versus what we are yeah. 10 years from now. And I still feel like that is a part of you. Like, even the maturity of you at 16, 17, 18 is a part of you when you're 30, 40. But it's just there in a different way or, like, at a lesser percentage. All right, gents, on that topic... Let's take another shot. Another yeah, shot. well, uh, before we get to our next topic, uh, let's let's do take that shot. And I will cheers to you, and I'll, I'll cheers. cheers to the listener, the viewer, whatever have you. And 
Here you go. And something I think we forgot to mention is that a lot of these more feelings-based episodes are going to be followed up with more of a factual approach that'll really be either correcting or maybe amending some of the stuff that we have covered. And um, if there's anything that we have covered very incorrectly in this episode, please allow. We will be doing our best to... Yeah, leave a comment, leave a review, rate us out of five stars. We'd love to hear your feedback. Five stars only. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) five stars only unless the site you're using allows for more than that. If it's out of ten, leave us ten. (laughs) Please please follow us. uh, Recommend us to a friend. Say, hey... You listen to Euphorics for you? Because I sure as hell do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if I can take the lead on this one, this one's environmental involvement. And I think this is a, a big topic for a lot of us through our aging process. We're always going to be approached with different mentalities on environmental involvement, whether it be more of a direct or more of a non-physical involvement however you can do to influence our environment both around us and maybe a little bit further Um, more recently at the time that we're publishing this podcast we are dealing with a lot of uh fires that are associated with fire season but this time around whether it be associated with the the year 2020 and everything just being extra terrible this year or maybe if it is truly just worsening uh maybe of a, a global climate Um, we've dealt with a lot worse fires and we're being more directly affected with it for a longer duration. Um, And and what are you guys doing to maybe help reduce the the risk of this more directly affecting us versus maybe expediting how quickly we recover? I think 2020 is a sham for recycling. We're not recycling this year. I don't think anybody's recycled since COVID-19 hit. I don't think anybody's recycled since before then. Like if Hmm. you've looked, uh, like some of the archives and I've seen some of my own personal city's archives I said oh hey we send our s- recycling to this plant and then that plant ships it to China well China is no longer accepting our recycling as part of it I do not feel like we're processing that recycling as a point and that is like recycling and the fires that is part of the problem here in 2020 like another part of the problem is covid and it's a huge and like encircling problem like i work for a lumber company and like building materials i won't get too much into it but one thing that we're having a problem doing is supplying ourselves with lumber which is Kind of shocking because lumber is in the title of our name. But what happens is since COVID happened, oh, some of these mills are going to shut down because, oh, let's see, a couple people, they tested positive for Corona, COVID-19. So we're going to shut that down so nobody continues. So that's part of the supply of lumber. Gone. It's gone for at least two weeks because that's how long they kind of recommend quarantining for. Then it starts back up and running. It goes, and then another one goes, and so on. Well, now you have all these fires in Oregon, Washington, especially California, and so on and such forth. Colorado, too. Yeah. 
oh, there's fires everywhere. And that is part of the natural process of Earth. Like, there's going to be fires. If humans didn't exist to fight fires, there would just be fires. It would just happen. They would burn. Things would renew and so on and so forth. But we require these resources. So what happens is these fires take a hold. They start melting the roads. <laughs> when, when these roads shut down, well, this these lumber and materials, they can't get through to us to supply product to people. So what that's going to do is increase, like the demand has been consistent throughout Corona. Like essential workers are, like construction workers are part of essential workers. That is still a thing that's been happening. Construction has not slowed down at all through Corona. And so when you have COVID taking effect and then, oh, now all of a sudden these fires are taking effect. They can't get that lumber there. The price of things are going to increase. Whether that's lumber, which is super relevant to me, is what I've seen gone up the most. It has doubled in price in the past month. Or have it be your electronics that are coming from China. Like They say that they're a lot more efficient when it comes to COVID, that they've kind of eliminated that. But that is coming from the Chinese government. Can that be trusted? But it, it is whole double-edged sword because once that happens what happens to our housing market and how does that affect our environmental involvement do we keep on trying to push recycling or we try and push that so we can get on with it and boost our economic uh status in the world yeah any thoughts well you definitely covered the more maybe economic versus like housing versus business component of it but I think right now what's more affecting people and the thing that people maybe want to focus on or talk about more is just how it's affecting them more directly like we've had so many people that have been evacuated that have lost their homes lost their assets and like are really having a hard time recovering from this and I think yeah it's extremely unfortunate that we can't traffic goods as easily as we had previously and that we can't really provide people with the things that they need but what about the other people that also need things and I think we should maybe more aggressively support them and really focus on them because at the end of the day it may seem like yeah it's just a fucking like a headline on the news that you're seeing that just oh it's it's very unfortunate that these people were forced to evacuate their home at 3 a.m. because of an encroaching fire but what am I going to do to help them? What can we do? So I think it's more of a profit thing. I think recycling is, it's for money, right? Like the biggest thing you make out of recycled plastic is water bottles and carpet. Really? The demand is gone. The COVID-19 hit and no one's really, like the demand for carpets, water bottles went up. But for carpets, which uses a huge amount of plastic to make, is just gone. It's a quarter of it is now, and no one's going to recycle. We're not sending recycling to China, and it's just the money's not there. I've single-handedly seen certain statewide garbage companies just mix in the recycling with the garbage. 
it happens constantly all the time because there's no point. It's not going to go anywhere. It's going. It's all going to go to the same place, the dump. Well, the problem is like there's who, no profit as it is right now. This? Who's overseeing yeah, this? Who's looking at this? Who's like really imposing the regulations and like upholding their standards to just make sure that they're doing the right job? But if for the most part, it is people just like you and me. It is us. So it is completely up to them. It is like, oh, do I want to recycle this or am I just gonna send it on through? It is, and a lot of the time, it's not. They're not putting forward their ethics. They're gonna put forward. What's the easiest for them to do in their job? So we're we're relying on people that are looking for the path of least resistance in both like the the physical labor and also maybe even like the fiscal part of it. Like we're relying on people that are trying yeah. to like really take the the shortcut and say, yeah, we did a great job. We we got rid of that garbage. Exactly. But in fact, maybe it's dumped yeah. somewhere. Maybe it's fused in with our other garbage and creating other landfills or. Yeah. Well, really... if you're looking at it from a business standpoint, do you want to tell people, oh, we sent that through because it is just what we had to do? Or is it, oh, we did the best that we could. We sent as much recycling as we could through. Because that's going to sound great to your shareholders and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want to do that, obviously. Don't... You don't want to tell them like the upfront truth. You want to be somewhat subvert about it. You want to be as truthful as you can to avoid getting in trouble with the law, but as, like, as dishonest as you can to get in void, to avoid getting in trouble with the law. It's, it's a double-edged sword. You got to ride that line right down the middle. Like, capitalism is going to do capitalistic things. <laughs> they, they're after themselves and them only. They do not care about the rest of whatever is going around behind them. They, their first mission is to make money, and that is what they are set out to do. And they're going to do what is going to make them money, and they're going to say what is going to make them money. But put yourself in their shoes. I mean, there's only so many things you can do with recycled plastic you can't really use recycled plastic for drinking water or the medical products at a hospital i mean you can only use recycled plastic for things that you don't directly consume things out of which is not very many things to be well honest you can you. but no. that depends on how well you clean that process that, that plastic like and process it and that costs money and it's probably more expensive to get that recycled plastic to that point they're just using crude oil and making new product exactly so why would you do that when you can yeah it is finding the path of re of least resistance it it humans as a group we are effectively water we are finding the path of least resistance we're going to do what Great. gains us the most ground i just think this year 2020 is not the year for recycling there will be very, there is, has been little recycling done this year. Exactly, yes. Recycling, too, I think is definitely the thing that we like default to and think about when we think of environmental involvement. But there are like many other things that we can really look at. Environmental involvement isn't just recycling. Repurposing, recycling, and taking the resources that we've already like taking out of the earth and purpose for something that we would find useful for our day to day. And then again, taking that thing after it's 
fulfilled its purpose and like using it for another purpose i mean it's definitely like something that's probably pretty high on the list for environmental involvement but i think ultimately there's many different avenues that you can take there's reducing your contribution reducing your emissions reducing what you're doing to expand your carbon footprint not to sound like al gore because al gore is is definitely he's on the right path but maybe he may not be conveying it correctly al gore you're doing a great job <laughs> not really al gore. He, he he lost his footing and i think he lost his footing because people thought of him as someone that was maybe too hyper focused or hell bent on like achieving his goal and he may not have conveyed that correctly like if i went out there and i slapped everyone that was driving a fucking a, a giant pickup truck that ran on gas oh. i i may not find the best receptive community to that if i slapped everyone that was maybe driving way too much for what they really needed like i may not find a receptive community and i think that's the hard part is that maybe how you convey your goals and maybe how you really just expose yourself to everyone and like really tell them what you hope that things will maybe change to that that may be where you lose your makes sense lose like, your crowd Al Gore I feel like Al Gore fell off the face of the earth 10 years ago I heard one peep from that guy he's been ridiculed for so many different things and South Park took a job so many other people take jobs because he is he at his time at least was considered radical he was just a person that was like change everything that you're doing commute by bicycle maybe stop eating all the meat that you're eating like he he asked a lot from the general public that they just weren't ready to hear and at this point i think we're we're maybe ready to be eased into it oh definitely you can't just stuff it in you know this is just like yeah. foreplay you need a little foreplay you need to be like tickled you need to be touched you need to be like hey you're doing a great job maybe not throwing away your paper you're recycling it more frequently like, you just need a little positive reinforcement. And I think without that, like, I think, honestly, we're all a little bit like dogs. I think we need a little bit of training. We need a little bit of treats every now and then. We need to be yeah. told that we're doing a good job. And then maybe we'll do that good job more frequently. Exactly. Yeah. But I think kind of leading away from this because there is definitely a lot of facts. There's a lot of things that we could really talk about, percentages, people like doing things good, people doing things not so good. We don't have that in front of us right now, so maybe let's head into um, our next topic, which I think Diego is ready to lead us into here. Well, you know what? Let Before we get into our next topic, Let's yeah. take another shot. Here we go. Let's, let's yeah. have a little bit more fun with this. Insert um, maybe <laughs> a little bit of uh, support here from other companies. Yeah, yeah. It, if we get sponsored yeah. throughout this, yeah. it will yeah. hear a little yeah. word yeah. from our sponsored, uh, from our sponsor, I should say. Sorry, <laughs> I am I am a little bit tipsy, <laughs> so I am going to stumble over my words. 
but that is a usual thing for me that I'm going to get stumbled over myself. You <laughs> still do a great job. <laughs> we, will, we will keep going, we'll keep fighting this fight, yeah. and we'll hear from you in just a moment. Cheers to Captain Planet. <laughs> Whole, what happened to that guy? That's been a while since I don't know. Yeah, that, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. What happened to he's a hero? Captain he's Planet. a hero. He's gonna bring pollution down to zero. Yeah, he's I heard. A... I heard. I heard. I, I don't know if he's doing wrong. it. He's been around for a while. Pollution is. I guess it has gone down. Well, he well have... has it because all the fires in California. Yeah, it's been the worst pollution in the entire world. Worse than like Beijing and China your usual suspects with this like stuff is so bad in california people are having to stay in their house they look outside it looks like hell out there it is orange it is red and yellow it is an apocalyptic landscape out there like just Ugh. because we are fortunate to live where we are and sure we have seen our fair amount of inversion from those states yeah i will I will kind of DOS myself, if you will. We are in Utah, so we're getting a lot of smoke and other things from that. We're seeing some of those effects, but it isn't as bad as the states mostly affected by that. So why don't we get into our next topic? Mm -hmm. Like we have been talking about uh, environmental involvement for quite a bit. Let's get into clickbait versus false advertising. And is it right? Or is it wrong? What is going on? Is there a morally gray area? Uh, who who came up with this topic? Because I, I sure as hell didn't. I don't remember. <laughs> it might have been me. Anyways, put yourself in the uh, in the streamers or the uh, the uploader shoes. You're trying to get some views. You have a sponsor. You have a you have a decent following for your channel. So correct? I will go ahead and put myself there because that is exactly what we're doing. That's here. right. Put yourself, <laughs> put yourself in these. You shoes. put yourself there, yeah. son. Put yourself in these shoes. I know, but do you really consider it clickbait? Or do you well, think you're we just... didn't get there? There, we didn't get there. All right, let's put a. I'm jumping the gun. Okay. Let's put a thumbnail in there. Okay. We're getting canceled. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I felt like that was episode one. Hell, yeah, <laughs> that's clickbait right there. Put a little bit of a, I don't know, some little bit of erotic things in the thumbnail. Not too much to get you know demonetized. It's like, whoa, what's going on here? That's a click. That's friendly enough that's for sponsors, click. but unfriendly enough that you're like, oh man, I, I'm really interested. I have to click on this to see what's happening. Right. Exactly. So wait, wait, are you guys saying that like? sex is what's going to be attracting so you're going to have like a, a semi-erotic or something that just kind of like gets you excited it doesn't get, hurt get i don't know that. if you've ever heard this saying but sex sells <laughs> you've got it right wow. a i got a saying right fucking roll the graphic yeah, oh wait okay. we don't have a graphic all right okay. <laughs> let's picture continue it. Just, just picture it it's there <laughs> picture whatever you want to see in your mind Sex really can't sell though. <laughs> oh man, that is a dis the most disappointing thing that has ever happened. Guys, I, I wish this was a video podcast because fuck me. <laughs> like, I'm wearing my hat. I am dubbing it my drinking hat. I'm drunk, and I am. I was trying to tighten it right, so it'd be a little tighter on my head. Well, I just snapped the leather so that. <laughs> 
<laughs> makes it tighter. So that's a problem for sober me. <laughs> and I have completely forgotten what we were talking about, and I have completely lost the piece that helped me tighten my hat. Well, guys, while he figures this out, <laughs> this is this is leather. I think that's the problem. I have some real leather you can use. Either way. Either way. Either way. He's going to figure it out. Okay, Guys, right. next episode, he's going to be wearing his cowboy hat, and it's going to be brand new. He's going to be good to go. I but, kind of doubt that, but we'll, we'll continue. Let, let's like, be even optimistic if it's loose, here. It's, it's still a hat. It still works. This like, is... I'm wearing it right now. It's it's fine. It's a little loose on my head, but it still fucking works. I still and, rock this hat. And this is perfect for <laughs> clickbait, right? Like, right, right, right. Yeah, well, like, we, could, we could title this episode... Carson breaks his hat. No, 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 no. no. What about what about more Carson rides fast and loose? <laughs> Here he goes. You guys are not gonna predict what he's gonna do. He's just gonna like go for it. He's got no, he's got no filters. He's got no barriers. He's just gonna like tell you how it is. It's fast. I mean that's that's every episode where I have no filter. I'm gonna tell you how I fucking feel. True. Like I am not gonna water this down. I'm not being controlled by a higher power or a sponsor. Like, what? I am going to tell what? you how I feel, the facts that I know, because, like, right now, this is a inebriated inside episode, it's basically all feelings, but I'm going to tell you what I know, what I feel, I'm going to deliver it to you truthfully. I'm not going to water it down, I'm going to tell you how it is. So, so would you consider that clickbait? If he delivers on what his title was and what his thumbnail was, like th this is Carson delivering it fast so and loose. So what would his thumbnail be? Just, we could, fast and loose. We can Photoshop him riding on a hat, like really fast, like in a big sombrero. He's sitting on the sombrero and he's cruising through. But it's loose. But it's a loose sombrero. So he's got maybe a chin strap that keeps it a adhered to his head that keeps it. In no, place. he's 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 on. I the wish sombrero. this hat had a chin strap. Mm. Uh, I feel a little bit better about myself, but you know it is what it is. It's full leather. It's made in Mexico, which is probably why it fell apart. You know, most okay. Folks. So, so guys, Carson is Caucasian. <laughs> so, I'm just gonna throw to it out there. To be fair, I am joined by two Hispanic co-hosts. I don't know, man. I identify as a. You are still Hispanic. Native today. No, I mean you're native to South America, besides the part of you that was <laughs> uh, bred in Japan. <laughs> I'm, I'm a super mutt. Okay, so we're going to cut this one from this one. Guys, oh, like let's a, leave it in. No, no, no. Leave it in. Here's the hot takes. And there's a little forecast. Our next topic is cultural appropriation. It's awesome. I love cultural appropriation. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I think we've already touched on it a little bit. Oh, I, I feel like cultural appropriation is looked at more negatively than it should be. I agree. 100%. Like, yeah, like you're just, you're trying your best. Would you not want somebody to appreciate your culture and bring it more into the limelight? Like, oh, I'm going to be a I want to be a cowboy. So let's see. I'm wearing this cowboy esque hat where I'm drinking and stuff. I'm doubling up my drinking hat. Well, if you look back far enough, a lot of the cowboys, they were African-American. So is that cultural appropriation or am I just appreciating that culture, which is kind of in the name? I don't know. I feel like cultural appropriation, the whole 
phrase has just been demonized. I think yeah. it's a good thing. Like, this is... America itself is a, just a giant melting pot. I mean, the, the coast's more than the middle, but... Um, what can I say here? Like, we... I've gotten a little bit uh I've I've surpassed my education here. I've we're on our vocabulary. Unfortunately I've uh <laughs> consumed too much alcohol. You haven't so, run out of vocabulary. You're just trying to censor yourself. Censor okay. Right now we're going raw, uncut. I mean, if we went uncut, I'd uh, let out some uh phrases that I wouldn't uh use No, you about. can go ahead and say that. This is our podcast. He wouldn't. You can say I, I shouldn't. what you want to say. So wait, can we can we circle back to, to cowboys? Yeah. What you were saying. Is there cowgirls? So, there are cowgirls, and cowgirls are more racially and appropriately. <laughs> okay. So, so a lot so, of you are not gonna get this just because this audio. Fucking Diego is making kind of like a, a fatter motion. A lot of cowgirls, like, if you are part of Tinder, you know this. Like, a girl that says she is a cowgirl, she's, like, she's looking for a cowboy and everything. A lot of the time, she's going to be larger in stature. So, th- that is a joke that kind of Diego was referencing <laughs> there with that. And I completely agree with him. I'm on Tinder every single day. Like, I am single, and I am ready to mingle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, that was news to me as it may have been to you. Like, I had no idea that cowgirls were maybe larger women. Oh, definitely. Really? All the cute ones are married. Yeah. Any cute cowgirl is married. Any other cowgirl, she's a little bit larger. Her horse... She's a struggle. <laughs> oh my goodness. She's not winning any barrel races today. <laughs> that poor horse. Um horse anyways, okay, so the cowboy term was was referenced initially as as a slang term. Um the term boy was often used by people that were manning plantations and that were unfortunately like maybe controlling slaves. And so the term cowboy, referencing people that were primarily tending to the cattle as being Hispanic, as being Asian, as being African American, were the true cowboys. And yeah. So it's like me saying, hey boy, tend to those cows. And yes, I am walking a very thin line. And I'm trying to be as careful as I can. Yes, I am white. And yes, I do support Black Lives Matter. Don't fucking he cancel definitely does. me. No, I, I, I can attest to I that. I fucking love everybody. I ain't trying to do no cultural BS. Like, let's just get along as people. But it'd be as if, like, a white person, as me saying... Hey boy, tend to those cows, and that being shortened to, yo cowboy, do your fucking yeah. Job. And so I think it was romanticized and appropriated by people that were directly affected by that sort of slang terminology. Yeah, people that like made it seem more of a, a term of endearment. Like, wow, mm-hmm. he's a a wild cowboy. Yeah, and then you have like Western movies and stuff. 
proclaiming this and then like in those olden days you wouldn't have actors of color or anything you would have white actors because that was what was allowed on the silver screen mm -hmm. that's what happened so you start to associate the word cowboy with a white person which kind of negates the fact and deletes that part of history censors that part of oh cowboys they were white they were outlaws they were rebels no it was slave they were slaves they were indentured servants to the white man they are not getting the credit that they deserved they are not seeing the respect that they should and that part of history is just being deleted yeah so would you guys say a cult cultural appropriation is a good thing right you know what? I think it's misinterpreted in a lot of cases. I, I think right now that we have everything that we have to really um, to really get from one place to another. We can transport ourselves from one place to another and get there easily and maybe like deep set our roots and really develop a life in that place. And that may happen with a lot of European people that are going to South America, to Central America. That may happen with people from Europe going to Africa to the Middle East, to Asia. Like, there's so many different ways that people can get from one place to another, deep-set their roots, and, like, uh, really just progress their family line. And then from there, do you consider the people that are born there move to an area that you are from, like, in this case, the States? Like, if you have a Caucasian woman that is blonde, has blue eyes and more traditional Caucasian Hitler's features. Youth, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hillary's youth very definitely romanticize that. But I think if you have that person come up to you here in, let's say, Utah, and start just speaking Spanish, speaking Portuguese, speaking some African dialect, speaking a language that you're not familiar with and wouldn't directly associate with her physical features mm -hmm. do you consider that appropriation so i would consider it appropriation and i was i would consider cultural appropriation a good thing to a point and that is a very distinctive thing like yes cultural appropriation it is showing other people different parts of your culture that may not normally be uh, broadcast in those ways, but it's just like the white man being called a cowboy, where black men and Latino men really started that trend, and then it starts to take over. So that is the point where it's like, oh, hey, yes, I am embracing this culture, but at what point does that culture become overtaken? And then... Uh, predominantly dominated by another race and then that race that started that thing get dominated and forgotten so it's a matter of like setting your own parameters of what you consider to be okay and i think that's going to be very individualized like you may have one of our co-hosts diego if he's approached by a valley girl wearing a poncho and playing a pan flute that doesn't speak maybe a word of spanish he would consider that maybe offensive appropriation. He would consider that maybe someone absorbing his culture for the wrong reasons and not really appreciating like maybe the 
the problems that would have been encountered with maybe a native Peruvian girl coming up to him and having to do all of this. Like, how how easily would she get to the point that this maybe, again, hypothetically, Valley girl got to? Like, do they really appreciate the struggle and everything that came to develop that culture and really forward that that whatever they're exhibiting, whether it be music or physical appearance? See, I I feel like that is another issue where it's like, yeah, you see the, this culture and everything and you fall in love with the romance of that culture, but you don't quite fall in love with that actual culture. It's like, oh, yes, I like the way Peruvians uh, do this and they do this with their food and everything. It's not like, oh, I like this in general as a whole culture i'm gonna pick apart this one piece and i'm gonna focus on that and so that is a part of cultural appropriation that is kind of a problem where it's like uh, it's just kind of pick and choose what you feel like really suits you and uh found like I'm losing myself here because it was a little bit distracted. <laughs> so I'm just going to take it so real quick, finish yeah. it off with cultural appropriation. I think it's a good thing. When you go on Uber Eats, you can order Mexican, Indian, whatever you want. When you go find something uh, like a martial art, Taekwondo, uh, karate. Um, Let's see, what's that Brazilian one they have? Well, you're thinking about it, jiu-jitsu. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu. But anyways, I, mean, I want yes, to interject. My uncle, but before he is very there. German, and he is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu it's like, it's instructor. Huge he is one pot. of the That's top in the world. Uber's racist. If Uber's racist, against who? Uh, against refugees. When we had the option of taking refugees here last year, they denied, and they stand very firmly against it. Against refugees? Mm-hmm. Middle Eastern refugees and all that, yeah. Which is weird because I take Uber or Lyft almost every <laughs> single day to work. And I'll, like, I'll probably say a good 70, 75% of them are immigrants. They don't speak English. They are trying to make their world in this, con- in this country, trying to make an honest living of the symbols which I very much respect. And, like, if you can do that honestly in the U.S., like, fucking props to you, because the U.S. does not make it easy. The U.S. is a bullshit state, and this podcast will probably get taken down just for me saying that. I'll get all out of that. You know what's more bullshit than the U.S.? The rest of the world. If you're in poverty... Anywhere else in the world, it's a lot harder to get ahead than it is in the U.S. I mean, it, I mean the U.S. I has would its say cons. It, it completely depends on where you are. I think there's cons, a lot of cons to the U.S. But if you're in Brazil, Chile, hell, Mexico, and you're trying to get ahead from a, po- then you're in poverty. Well, yeah, chances like, are a lot lower well, for that, you to get ahead. That is something you are comparing. The U.S., which is looked at as a first world country, insert air quotes, because I do not feel like the U.S. is a first world country. And you're comparing them to second and third world countries. You don't feel like for, the U.S. is world, a first world country? It's by the world's eyes. Third no, world. I don't, because they do not care about their people. They do not offer 
basic health insurance to them. They do not care about them. They care about the corporations that are running their economy. That is all that they care about. Compared they to care who? about war, which is supplying their economic uh, stimulus towards them. I'm going to sound really right wing for one minute. Blowing them up. So, yeah, blowing them up. So, <laughs> that's the U.S. has got one thing going for it is how massive this military is. No one will fuck with the U.S. It's yeah, just how it is. That is why the U.S. is looked at as a first world country. If it did not have that military, it would be looked at as a second or a third world country. Yeah, we have fast internet. Who fucking cares? No, 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 that that's, does that's not a make lie. us a Most first world, world entry. Most of the world like has Australia, faster internet than the US. Australia is a first world country. Would you agree? I yeah. would agree. They have pretty poor internet. They have, but they have awful very poor internet. fucking internet. They don't have the greatest internet or the greatest military. You know what? They're still looked at as a first world country because they offer basic human rights to their people. I the U.S. does not care about that. Kind of disagree. I'm going to disagree with her. Yeah. Because me coming from not having any sort of external support, like, not like, at least like family related, like you're not being like built into this whole like new <clears throat> system that you've been introduced to growing up. I think I've, I've still made it out okay. Like I think I've been offered the opportunities that many other people in other countries in my situation wouldn't have been offered. And I think comparing us to a developing country is yeah is a hard. developing country, not a developed country. I think we're developed. like the yeah, well, like the UK or Canada or the most like the majority of Europe. Most I think we all because have pros and cons. I like I'm gonna bring something up. Like I know Felix and myself, we have mental issues. We've struggled with depression and stuff like that in the past we have got we have had to go to specific resources to help make ourselves better well what happens when you go to the hospital because you're feeling suicidal you're feeling depressed you get a fucking five three thousand dollar medical bill if that if not more well what happens if you're in the uk and you're feeling that oh you wait in a giant what? line? Yeah, you wait in a giant line. For They this fucking help treatment. you. But it also depends on how severe your uh, situation is. Like, if you're feeling suicidal yeah. and you are going to die that night, they will bump you ahead in that line. They will make sure you get that, uh, that support that you need. They won't be like, okay, we gave you that. Pay us. Pay us. Fuck you. We don't care how you feel after. You, We want you to pay us. No, it's like we're going to give you the help you, that you need. And that is going to be supplied by the government. So when you come here, you feel like shit. You feel suicidal. You don't feel good. We're going to help you. And so when you leave and then, oh, you get the bill later. It's not, oh, I feel even worse than I did. And I wish I fucking did kill myself that day. Or I wish I did die that day. It's not that situation. It's like, oh, they're actually fucking trying to help me. It, my government is trying to look out for me. They care the best for me. They want me to survive. They want me to procreate, make this a better country. 
than it is. It's not money, money, money. America is money, money, money. I feel that is the problem I have with America, but it's also kind of what I like about America. Like that's a good thing. It, I really think it yeah, is. Yeah, like I don't fall too left wing. Like yes, I do carry a lot of left wing values, and I'll probably lean more that way than another. But I also carry a lot of right wing values, and that is a hard thing to distinguish between of. And a lot of people disagree with me, but I feel like centrist is kind of the way to go you need a healthy balance of both sides out of your 100 there right now both political parties are way extreme but that's beside the point either way let's continue this um cultural appropriation i think it's good america's a huge melting pot when you I mean, anything you do is, you can get Mexican food, Indian food, doesn't matter what race you are. No one's really, there's a couple of races out there, there's oddballs out there, there's groups out there that could resent you for that, but, you know, it's a big country, and I think it's a first world country. Yeah, I completely agree. We're definitely not anything but a, a developed country, which is a new terminology I'm trying to integrate here. Cause well, I'm not trying to say I mean, we're not a developed country. No, no, no. I'm, just, I'm trying to say we're not a first world country. No, no, no. We're not leading the pack in politics and no, human rights. No, definitely not politics. Okay, so definitely not. Not politics. So I would not say we are a first world country. I would say we are a second world mm, country. So there's not ranking. Can't. Okay, so that's what we're, I'm trying to get away from is that like I definitely appreciate the interchangeable terminology, but what the new integrated terminology that we use for like differentiating countries is a developed nation versus an underdeveloped or developing nation. So that's how we identify it because when you start ranking it as you touched on you feel like you have a sense of superiority you're like yes i belong to a first world country versus you my unfortunate second or third world country yeah and see that's where i feel like we're wrong we are not a developed country we're not leading the pack in first world problems and it's we are not. second world we are still dealing with racial injustice we're dealing with poverty and so many other things it is not an okay thing to just say oh yes the u.s we are fucking good so what country doesn't Let, deal no, with no, this? no i'm gonna i'm gonna there's, cut into uh, this many no, no countries. many countries deal with this but in the u.s now in 2020 it is more prevalent than ever and we have to fucking fight for what we have to believe i almost in. will say that's false news i feel like fox news and cnn are both bullshit and they're spreading lies and i will 100 agree and with you on that they are both bullshit and there is racial injustice everywhere in the entire world it's just bound to happen it's human nature it's just gonna happen and here it's just televised constantly, social media, you get every ounce of it. I mean, the U.S. is a massive nation. Yeah, and, and that... You get like a racial shooting every once a week. Yeah, it's that... It's massive, I would massive say country. That touches into like our next topic slash uh, one of our past topics, 
which is like our Google results and things that were being fed into the internet besides clickbait and false advertising. Like that is a huge thing. Like a lot of people don't realize if you go onto your Google results and you start searching things, what you Hi everybody, Carson here. Sorry about the hard cut. We all were pretty drunk. There's a few issues, recording stopped. Uh, at the very end, it's gonna do that again. That one was just Felix's fault. He's just like, I'm done with this. Let's go get some Bell Taco. So I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Remember to follow us, rate us, leave a comment, whatever have you on your uh, podcast service of your choice. And enjoy the rest of the episode. Thank you. You heard it. You guys I don't heard about call this? I you out, but I don't have one. You guys heard about right. this? Well, that's you. Young Mutants movie, like that new X Men movie. That's I've heard about it. I've I haven't seen, seen anything about it, but I went to the movie theater. And it's just me and this chick. Yeah. The whole movie theater. This is like, this is some like apocalypse. So movie shit. theaters are open right now. Yeah. Farmington well, Station is. A lot of them are actually. There's no one there. No one did seating. Just us. Huh. No, there's no limit to like this. No one showed up to this movie. Nobody. It's like the first time I've ever been in an empty movie. There's me and her. We fucked for like 30 minutes of that. I've never had sex in a movie theater. I've never even like imagined it. People always talk about like. I'm so sorry. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. So I'm, I'm confused. You like, say you fucked. I fucked in a movie. But like, but like, I've never like. Like, this movie theater was empty. Like, there's no... This is, like, a full-blown movie theater. Farmington Station. There's, n like, no... There's nobody in this movie theater. Mm -hmm. It's just us two. And it's not, like, just a hand job or a blow job or, like... The, okay, the yeah, sneaky that, was, shit. that was my question. We straight up fucked. Like, she was bent over the fucking first rail and I was, like, found in her in front of this fucking movie. Like, there's no fucking... There. I was like, you want us to fucking all out... Fucking balls to the walls. Did that not worry you though? Were you not like, oh man, somebody's gonna fucking catch no, us? Just no, fucking hopping uh -uh. away. <laughs> Why? Like, yeah. if they catch us, it's like, oh, dude, please leave. No, no, no. It was worth it. Well, is it what please it leave or am I, I'm calling the police? Why? Because yeah. it's public indecency. Then we'll leave. Fuck them. Well, they're already fucking calling the police. Fuck them. Like, what, what happens? There? There's no, I, I've there's, not there's, been in that situation. There's no cameras in a movie theater. It's too fucking dark. I don't know about that. No, it's... I don't know about there's, that. There's I, cameras I like there's and the entrances definitely cameras, right? and the exits. No. I don't know about no, that. No, no, no. There's, there's not. I there's, feel like there's definitely cameras. Sure. There's cameras in the entrance, the exit, and in front of the screen. You know why? Because I've seen these cameras. These cameras are like... Low-light cameras are very expensive. I only know because of work. Mm -hmm. They're very expensive. They only have a couple. They're like fucking three grand for a really good low light camera. They're not gonna have these everywhere. They got like one and it's right in front of the screen like someone shoots at the movie theater. I only can attest to this because I've fucked in a movie theater a handful of times and I have not gotten caught so far. See? Like, you go to a movie that's very, maybe infrequently seen. You go at a, a time that's very odd for Utah. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, we have a lot of those times. <laughs> and mean, then most of Sunday. <laughs> and then you fucking just bang it out. A person that's starting the film is starting the film and leaving the room. They're not seeing you do this. I guess 
I mean, in my it depends on how Welcome. noisy you are. Like, when you're in the act, you're more noisy than you think you are. Yeah, but there's no one there, so who cares? Yeah. I mean, if you're the only two on that, fucking more power. We, we were switching seats everywhere, dude. They, but the the best part is, you can't even feel bad, because they sanitize. Every time a movie goes on, they sanitize the whole stadium. Like, the whole, like, audience. So it's like, we can fuck everywhere. I can I blow mean, my load fucking everywhere. Thing, because I'm not I trying to go watch care. fucking Ice Age 5 and contract herpes just by <laughs> taking oh, my drink. Fucking trying to tell me <laughs> fucking super herpes. Or what are you saying? You can, fucking, you can fuck everywhere. You can blow wherever you want. You can fucking fuck in every seat. Could you imagine? You reach your every drink time, super like, oh, no, sanitize the whole stadium. Yeah, that's the whole fucking place. You'll see them, like, outside of the movie theater, they'll have their fucking, their backpack, their gun, and their squeegee. Like, it's a whole fucking deal. So it's like, oh, I feel bad if I'm fucking treating this like a, pretty much a, what are those, like, movie theater porn houses called? Um, I have no fucking house. No, they're not bad. They're like the porn, they're like old things, they're like. People go there to watch porn movies and just jerk off in the movie theater. What are those called? Pee Wee Sherman? <laughs> yeah, Pee Wee Sherman was in one of them, but what the hell is it called? I mean, I'm pretty sure he was just in a, an actual public one, and that's why he got arrested. Yeah, but... <laughs> I don't know what it was called, but anyways, it's like one of those, and I was like, God, we're just fucking everywhere. How would Pee Wee Sherman do that? <sighs> so many opportunities. I know there's a whole different topic is the fucking, I don't even know if I want to get into it. Just, I don't want to fucking talk about people. Yeah, because like, I feel like that leads into like the Jeffrey Epstein pedophilia Hollywood uh, shit. So that, that's it's it's whole other fucking beast. Why I is, don't feel like I want to get into let's, that. Let's move to something else. That is, I feel like that is too dark. We're trying to be a little bit more lighthearted. I, I don't want to fucking do it. Have you that. heard about all these celebrities saying they're on the spectrum? I haven't, but you know what I will say? Let's take a shot to that. Let's take a shot to that. Cheers. Felix? Sure. Yes? No? Maybe so? Fuck you. Jesus. Oh, that did not go down easy. That was kind of rough. That was very rough. That is exactly what your mom said last night. When I rearranged her guts. You took from my fucking meme. I did. I did. I 100% took from your meme that you posted in the Discord. I saved that meme. It's a good meme. Right? I, I showed like my that. dad that shit and he fucking laughed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your mom's showing you. Oh, I wow. read you read your gut. That's funny. Oh, what's next? I can't see because it's a oh, big the, ass bottle. The spectrum. We're talking. Let's get this. Carson's on it. We're talking about. So you heard about all these fucking. <laughs> I just gave you the biggest stink eye. I was like. This bitch. I thought you were talking about it. That's why I was like, he's on it. He's got it. We're talk- bitch, let me tell you about the spectrum. <laughs> Listen here, I'll tell you all about it as I experience 
firsthand <laughs> <laughs> the spectrum. <laughs> like, have you heard of all these celebrities talking about they're like on the fucking autism spectrum? Tracy Morgan, Ellen DeGeneres, um, what the fuck was it? Uh, was it Johnny Johnny Depp? All these people are like, they're saying just like in the last month, they're on the fucking autism spectrum. And really? it's like, this is bullshit. These people are on the fucking spectrum. Fuck they're them. Not. They're millionaires. Let these fucking autistic kids, these kids that like, will never like, have a, I can't say normal life. That's the wrong phrase. These kids that like, will never have a, you know, a real, like, a good job, go to college, do any of that, have, like, the American dream. There we go. The American dream. That's what I'm going to call it. Have all these kids go through that and tell them they're, aut they're like, not special. They're autistic. And you're going to have all these celebrities that are multimillionaires, almost billionaires say they're autistic, too. They're on the spectrum. It's bullshit. You can't do that. You got to give these kids, like, I don't know. I mean, if like everybody's on treatment. the spectrum, isn't nobody on the spectrum? But that's bullshit, too. These kids are on the fucking spectrum. They're, they're not. I don't want to say. I hate saying normal because there's no really. They're. Yeah, it's like define fucking normal. It, like define. It I can't say that. depends on every single person that answers that question. It's like define normal. Well... It's like flying, like special norms and everything. Like, no, it's, you can't. It is a completely biased thing. It's, it is completely. Like, no one's fucking normal. I mean, you're. What's the word? You're. You're inadequate. You're adequate for your condition. I don't fucking know how you word it. Felix, I know you got some input on this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you want me to say? I want, like you to, I want you to fucking make my words at a college level. Continue. Adequate. Like, say I'm, normal without saying normal. So I'm like trying to like say. Felix, I am the host. I'm on one side. You gotta throw that out. Okay, let's go. Diego's a co-host. He's on the other side. He's labeling. Let's move forward. I don't want to label. Felix, That's the problem. Why? You're another co-host. You're the meter in this discussion what do you think are you on the spectrum no i think that you guys are like really you're setting the spectrum as a set of parameters for normal i think you're you're saying that these people that are identifying as as being not necessarily victims but necessarily just people that have neurologic activity that qualifies them as being on the spectrum as using that as an excuse and i think they're using that potentially as an excuse to excuse their maybe more inappropriate behavior and maybe us as being more of like the the day-to-day -day people and the people that are interacting with honestly probably more people than those that are being just like social icons are potentially being invalidated by these other people. So let's say hypothetically that maybe 
some of us are on the spectrum. We're being, honestly, all in all, being invalidated by, by Hollywood. And I think that applies to a lot of other things. I think that applies to depression. I think that applies to maybe social dysphoria. Like you just can't really interact with your social co-member. And maybe other people that have eating dysfunctions. Maybe people that have other many social You kind of hit the, hell, the, the head on the nail here. Like a lot of comedians will say... Like, they can't read emotional cues, right? Like, you can't read them. They just say shit. And, and they have no shame. They have no shame. Autism, right? They have no shame. And it's, yeah. you can't read it. They just keep going. And they're on the spectrum. They have autism. I think that's bullshit. I agree with that. Like, 100%. <laughs> like, I think they're they just trying to cater. They definitely know these social norms. And they want to agree to them. But that doesn't make it funny. Is one hundred percent against what would make them profitable and successful, and but what would you say is a mental disformity? Like, would you say it is autism? Would you say it is uh, like? another mental disorder. I mean, autistic like, I, people I'm, I'm, can I'm, be I'm really falling smart. falling short of things that I would normally say just because I'm drunk. But, no, you're good, you're good. Uh, like, like, would that make me part of the spectrum just because I have epilepsy? No. Like, I haven't had an episode in a long time, but that does, but does it affect my mental circumstance so far as much to say oh he is on the spectrum he is being affected mentally in some way does that include me and part of that discussion or is that only a certain section of group of people would you say you're a handicap not in your um not in your like mobile ability like let's just say your hand-eye coordination, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like, which you'd be affected by with your epilepsy. At certain point in time. Like, not constantly, but in short intervals, very seldomly, kind of rare in circumstances. certain circumstances, yes, I have been impacted, whether it be, oh, you've got to do this and you've got to focus on so many things at once, that... It stresses me out, but yes, I feel like that is what happens with most people. But when I get stressed out and everything, it puts me at a higher risk of an episode than other people. Because it's like, oh, this and this and this and this and this are happening. You have to keep up with all of that. My brain doesn't want to keep up with all of that. It wants to shut down and it wants to overload itself with electrical impulses and things like that. And that would overload me to an episode. So would that put me at a state of mental handicap? Or am I still coherent enough where I can figure out what is going on? I can decipher a discussion. Or do I have to fucking break myself off for 20 or so minutes 
to recuperate myself. I mean, it it kind of depends on the situation because there are times where I have to do that. And so, there's times where I've been like, okay, I need to stop. I need to take a break just for a second just to regain, rekindle my grip on the situation and figure out what's going on. That sounds like the human condition. Like, that sounds normal. Like, what you just tried me is fucking normal. Yeah. Super normal. So that makes me think. So it, it's You're not normal. on the spectrum. I mean, like, the spectrum so is it's it's normal. constant. Constant. It's constant. normal to a point. And then. To the point once, where it stops. Once that point hits, I'm fucking done. But I have to recognize that point. And that, I feel like, is pretty hard for a lot of people who actually are on the spectrum. I'm like, I am very fortunate to not have that many issues. Like, it is very seldom that I have an episode or anything like that. So, it is very difficult for people who have it much worse than myself. And I am very grateful for the point that I am in. Like, if you are in that point, you have to... find out certain things about yourself and figure out what triggers you and other things like that and that 100 percent depends on your condition it is a very hard thing to do but it's something that you have to overcome over than other people but other people they also have their own circumstances that they have to deal with and each person has to deal with their own disabilities and their own shortcomings and things like that. It is always a step you have to fucking climb. It is an uphill battle and you have to get there. It is, you can't just fucking quit. It's not like, oh, I'm halfway up the mountain. I'm just gonna jump off now. No, you have to keep going. You have to keep improving yourself. Because improving yourself is not only going to make yourself better, but it's going to make the people you interact with better and such on and so forth. Like, it is a very complicated thing. Like, you have to just keep going. So, you just talked for a minute and 38 seconds about that. That makes me think you're not on the spectrum. It's impossible. Like, this spectrum is like... It's permanent, right? I really think the spectrum is permanent. If you have, if you're on the spectrum, it's like constant. It never goes away. So all these, like, I'm going to get back to celebrity thing. Like all these celebrities that say they're like on the fucking spectrum. Yeah. Like what is it's a bullshit. Tell me what is going on with the celebrity thing. So Chesley, I have not heard about the you celebrity heard of this? thing until you have brought it up. I think it's, like, it's, 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 happening? it's a sham. It's a sham. That they are just bringing this up no, 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 to no, bring no. themselves fame. Or do you think that they yes. actually have a problem? No, not at all. I think like Tracy Morgan says he can't read emotional cues. Bull shit. This guy is a fucking millionaire. He can read. If he can't, maybe he can't. He's not good at reading emotional cues. Possibly. He can read some. Like, if you're a comedian, you have to read some of the emotional cues, right? You, yeah. But like you, you have make to, your living You have to humor. read what the audience is telling you. Because if the audience is telling you, hey, I don't like the shit that you're spilling, you have to come up with something else to see what the audience panders to. Because you want to get a laugh out of them. You want them to pay more money you want them to buy into your bit 
Precise. And like Ellen DeGeneres, she's just defending herself at this point. She doesn't know what to do. Fuck Ellen. That's the fucking bitch. Like she doesn't know what to do. She's like, what do I do? How do I appeal to how do I get back to my former state? Like how do I get to back to uh She's not going to. It she's not going to, but she's she's gonna happen. try Yeah, she's, she's gonna going try. To try. Can we pause? Definitely. What? What are you gonna pause at? <clears throat> I'm hungry. This uh it's always you that breaks the podcast, isn't it? Yeah. This part of the sponsor sponsored by DoorDash, we're gonna probably order We're not! We're not sponsored by DoorDash. You cannot say that shit unless we are sponsored by them. Alright, we're gonna sponsored by uh No, we are not sponsored by anybody. Felix's at this point. wallet? Yes. Felix's wallet. If anybody were sponsored by me because we're using my fucking phone to record this Uh-oh. shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got to flex here. My yeah, I'm going to fucking flex on your ass right now. You want a ticket to the gun show? Because fucking, I'm charging admission. My phone's probably more expensive <laughs> than yours if we're going to go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, are we recording it on your phone? Fuck no, we're not. Yeah. We're recording it on mine. Yeah, because Apple has a better ecosystem than Android, but Android's just better overall. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you there. Well, I'm 100% just, I'm not. Let's see, let's fuck Apple. I fucking hate Apple, but I also love Apple at the Act, same time. Apple has a <laughs> like, fantastic ecosystem, but like Android hey, can just do it all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Apple lets well, it be I fucking top wish every now and then, Apple then. could fucking deal with XI, but like, no, we've got to control everything that happens mm-hmm. on our platform. No, fuck you. But I'll be damned. Who the fuck are you to play the role of Big Brother? You aren't any fucking shit. Just because you're a fucking trillion dollar company, no, you can go fuck right off. Carson. You're going to eat those words? So much for us yeah. being put on Apple Podcasts, by the way. Know, you're going to eat those words when you, like, this, like, go somewhere and you have to buy a freaking Mac Pro or something or a... Airplane. Dude, I wish I had to fucking buy a Mac Pro and I had the money to buy a Mac Pro, That's but so I fucking expensive, don't. But you will. I won't. Because you know what? Where I'm at? Fuck that. You want to buy an Apple Pro? Nope, not happening. Because fuck Apple, they're a bunch of predatory assholes. They sell a sub-quality product. Do you want to go to Taco? Kind of. <laughs> Do you want to go to Del Taco? Yeah. All right. Well, Apple is touching that dangly thing losing, in the back of your throat right now. We're losing Felix. Diego and I, we're arguing quite a bit. We're not arguing. We're just making. Well, we're having a friendly discussion, no, but it's not friendly. It is still pretty friendly. I, 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 it's not I friendly. consider Diego one. There's of my best knives friends. and daggers being thrown. I don't hey. care how many knives and daggers are being thrown. Diego and I, we're still buddies. Like I don't fucking care. But that being said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. We've been going for I just over an hour and twenty five minutes now. So let's let's wrap this up. I would like to say thank you for tuning in to the Euphoric Dysphoria podcast. Please like and share, rate the podcast, leave a review. I'm gonna throw the... up because of all the things you're saying. I know you don't like the fucking oh hey do this and do that. I mean it's a pretty cringy thing, but is what has to happen. Sure. For us to go hey, you anywhere. Guys, suck my dick if you really enjoy my podcast. Can you just tickle my balls? Put your finger in my anus if you really love it. 
Just fucking stick it right in there. Third knuckle. I want you to be fucking deep. So how many knuckles is three knuckles? Is it like one, two, three? Yes. I want you to be... Or is it past... Is it like... Is it your third knuckle your wrist? You guys... Carson knows a secret. You guys go as far as you can. Have you ever... (laughs) Third knuckle is the the limit. You go go past there if Stop. Yeah. Have you guys ever stuck your whole fist into a chick's asshole? I haven't. But I would not be against it. I need your answer. I need your answer. Please answer. <laughs> I want to know. I have not. Felix. But apparently both Carson and Diego have both had fists shoved in. No, 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 no,